welcome to That Geek Pod. I'm Catherine, and today I have Mark. My buddy, Mark. Hello. <laughs> How are you going? Um, I'm doing great. It's actually a pretty great day here in SF. The, the weather is beautiful. We got the Blue Angels flying overhead because it's Sleet Week, so it's it's an interesting weekend, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Um, When I was in Disneyland... I think one of the reasons it was busy, they were saying it was Fleet Week or something. Yeah, yeah. And graduation and Star Wars celebration. It's a lot happening. going on. I re- Can you imagine what it must have been like to be one of those employees dealing with all that foot traffic? Oh, my God. <laughs> all I know is that, yeah, at Disneyland, that was, it was a lot. It was a lot of people. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> it's fun, though. Yes. What a great week. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I got to you know, be at Star Wars Night with you and we rode the Millennium Falcon. And... Yes, we did. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Not many people can say that with uh, but their friends, right? I got to, yeah. you know, ride the Millennium Falcon with my friends. So, <laughs> who is visiting from Australia, I should add, right? <laughs> like, you know, being able to do that with, a group of friends. Yeah. There's nothing like it. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I That whole week, I think just the fact that there were so many awesome things that happened and so many awesome things to see. And then we had, you know, you folks there with us and people that just come from all over and you get like, it's a big family reunion, basically, you know, and just makes it that much better. Yeah. You know, we hadn't seen each other in a couple of years. Yeah. Three years, yeah. Um, And, yes, us Australians willing to travel all around the world (laughs) for insane number of hours. Uh, It's what we do. It's what we do. This is why, though, when Australians get somewhere, we do it. We just go, right, we're here, we're doing it. (laughs) So, yeah, watch out, Kentucky tours. They're going to go nuts with drunken Australians. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Love it. But, you know, Star Wars Celebration is a wealth of everyone coming together. At the moment, we have this wealth, ah, see what I did there, of nice. <laughs> fantasy, science fiction. Oh, my God. Like, could, could you imagine <laughs> this 10 years ago? Yeah. Let alone, oh, yeah. Back when we were kids, oh yeah. my god! It just it, it is it's insane. Like I was talking with um Alden Diaz from Octo Radio the other day, and you know we're like it's just there's so much going on. There's so many different shows. You got to try to remember everything, you know. Um, and and it's just a lot of good content too, and it just keeps coming. Like I mean, all it takes is like you're out of it for like a week, and then you're behind, and then you might not catch up for a long while. You know, like, and I want to listen to all the podcasts about things as well. There's not enough time. Not enough time. <laughs> so I'm actually not listening to all the Survivor podcasts, which for me is a big deal. Like, <laughs> because, yeah, Survivor started like the day after Andor started. It's like, come yeah. on. Yeah. C- can you not time things better for me? Just because <laughs> it's all about me. Just time it slightly better, please. <laughs> That's awesome. 
did you not see my my schedule slate? Like this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is your time. You have been waiting for this to happen for a while my now. Time. Yeah, <laughs> my time. No one else's. Exactly. <laughs> You know, when I sometimes I feel like, you know, when I see all this love for Andor, I'm like, yes, yes, where were you <laughs> two years ago? I was here. Yeah, yeah. It it is it's interesting though, just seeing how what has happened since the show has started. I mean, it just really has ushered in a new era for the shows. It just I, I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love what they're doing. Yeah, they've raise the bar to something that I don't think any of us really expected it to be like. Nope. Nope. Yeah. It just, I kind of had an idea of what the show might entail. I just didn't know it would be presented this way. Right. It is very much, you know, like, Oh, this is an adult show. And I don't mean that as far as like, you know, um, content that children can't see but as far as like just the subject matter the way it's handled you know it's a little more serious i'll put it that way yeah it's a little more serious and and for me i was like oh this is cool it was like it's an it's it is star wars but it's a different kind and it's like i like it i get to kind of ease into and, and digest these things little by little and see it build up i'm all this is great you know yeah <laughs> it it is a prestige drama that just happens to be set in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, you know, we just happen to have blue milk with cereal. Right, exactly. You know, if they don't sell that cereal here soon, it is going to be just, no, that, that'll be a crime. They need to do that. Yeah. Bring Star Wars cereals back. <laughs> You know, so, you know, at Galaxy's Edge, I want there to be blue noodles. I want there to be cereal <laughs> with milk. Yeah. And, and you know, what other foodstuffs can they put in there that we can buy? Yeah. Um, you can call them corn puffs or something. I don't care. You know <laughs> My my brain went to Bantha balls, um, which is- I love that too. <laughs> we should put a vote up and have people vote on the name of the cereal between those two. Okay, so I better write that. them down. Yes, please, please. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yep, Khan Puffs with a K. Mm-hmm. Bantha balls. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't I love it. I love it. When the wheels come off where Catherine is concerned, it's always great. You just never expect it, but it's fabulous when it shows its head and just gets out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm I'm sure they must serve something like that at on the like was it the galaxy? Galactic Cruiser or whatever, but mm-hmm. they have it in Galaxy's Edge as well. And, you know, downtown Disney. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, all those little fun things. And, and sometimes, you know, kids will just love it just because it is just simply that, right? But you sell it and you market it as a certain name and it's like everybody gets to know it, you know? Like, oh, I want a bottle of that, no blah, blah, blah. Just whatever. You make it fun, right? <laughs> yeah. And, oh, you know, like, 
you could have a model making kit, you know, Nemic's model making kit with little make the scene. Oh my god, Nemic with his little Nemec. model. Yeah. Yeah. I fear for him so hard. It is and that, I mean, and just I have a feeling we're not going to see all those people make it to the other side, but it, it just the fact that we already care for some of these characters and we've only known them for a little bit of time is great because yeah. it's like sometimes you can have like these characters that they promote for the longest time and then you finally get to see them on screen and nothing. Yeah. You just don't get attached to them at all. Oh. But here in this instance, we're all like right away, it's like, just that actor and the way they portray the character uh, every time they've been on screen, it's like they sell it and it's like, yeah, okay. I like this guy. Right. So like Khan isn't evil. He's being yes, an antagonist, but he's just a he's, mess. <laughs> he's a mess. Like he, but he's not evil. Let's face it. He, yeah. Yeah. He knew a murder had been committed and was like, Oh, I should find the person who committed those murders. Yeah. On paper, yeah. that's a good thing to do. Yeah. But, you know, when you get told by your superior, yeah, don't, you're going to be causing a world of hurt. And then, of course, yeah. coming up against Cassie and Andor, you know, don't do that. Rule number one, don't come up against my man. Um, <laughs> and also Deidre, was it her name, Mira? Deidre Mira from the ISB. Right, I remember. I always just remember her first name, but yes, Deidre. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's obviously working on the side of evil with the ISB, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, you know, you're being told not to. You know, she's being told that she's wrong. It's like, yeah, yeah, actually, she's right, and yeah, it was a line about you know. She's got to struggle against, you know, um, expectations for her that are even worse than for others. Is that where she's from because she's female? What is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that they've added those little touches in, you know, where the real world can relate, you know despite what this character may be up to, you know, what side they're on, but you can relate to them because they are problems that, you know, on this planet deal with, and that's important. Yeah. And I find it interesting that, you know, she's there trying to figure out, you know, is there any more evidence? And she has a couple of pills and the thing of calf and people are saying, oh, she's taking like stims or something like stimulants. Mm -hmm. But my mind went, Oh, she's taking some Panadol, some paracetamol, you know, because I've been there at work. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to pop them like candy because you just had that type of day. <laughs> Panadol and a Diet Coke and I can keep going. Yep. So that's my, what I'm thinking she's having. But, yeah, she's she's great. And, yeah, you're right, like every character – we feel fleshed out. Maybe not all of the backstories and everything, but I feel they are three-dimensional people, every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, even down to those all those um, imperial guys at the um, 
at the base yeah. who they they just want the night off to go watch the pretty light show. <laughs> I, you know, it's interesting with this show. It's like because there's so many different people from different walks of life and they're all fighting whether, you know, for their freedom or they're fighting for what they think is right. As far as everyone is concerned, they all think they're right, you know, no matter what side they're on. And it's like it's it's interesting because you, you know, I love getting to know a good guy like Cassian or Clem, as we've come to know him. Know him. And but then at the same time, it's like, yeah, you get these well-rounded antagonists, right? I don't want to call them outright villains because some of them we just don't know exactly how it's going to end up yet, right? Like you said, it just really, they're, as far as they're concerned, they're doing the right thing, right? For better or for worse. But it's just the fact that you want to see them either succeed or fail or whatever it may be, you know? But you're starting to care for those characters. And again, Right. We're so early into the show and already we're attaching ourselves to different characters and their wants, their needs and where they're going. Right. And what could possibly happen. Do you think we'll hear parts of Nemec's manifesto? Right. Or if not, sell it. Sell it in book form. Let's see it. (laughs) Um, Or if it's a little pamphlet, I don't care whatever it may be. But, yeah, it's just, I always had, let's face it, my hopes and expectations were insane. (laughs) And I think I had pictured a bit more of an action-adventure show. Yeah. Rather than the, to use a term, slow burn (laughs) uh, of a show. (laughs) It is appropriate, though. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just showing such a well-constructed show. I think, though, that for – I've got a, I know a few people who prefer to binge things and I think I'll be saying to them, yeah, it's fine, but maybe do it in groups of three. Exactly, because of the way that the show is built, right? Yeah. 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 Um, that if you're going to sit down, make sure you've got time to watch three. I think that's, you know, possibly, you know, some best advice. And in hindsight, you know, I was very sad when they, you know, put back the release date from the 31st of August to the 21st of September. Yeah. But them changing it to releasing three at once rather than two was a smart move, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, maybe I should go watch more Tony Gilroy things. <laughs> I'm sure I've I watched Michael Clayton, but I can't remember it. And it's not on any streaming service. It's the George Clooney film. With, yeah. Was it him and Tilda Swinton, right? Wasn't that who's the, the other person, the other actor in it? It's been a while. It's so. been a while. But I remember if yeah. it is the movie I'm thinking of, I did enjoy it when I saw it in the theaters. And it yeah. was very much like this. And, it, it you know, that that quote-unquote, slow burn. It's just one of those things that takes its time to tell its story, right? Yeah. You know? but and, and and that's just the thing. I think we get hit with so much flashiness and, like, you know, getting hit with fast editing, fast pacing and everything, which obviously we love, right? Yeah. We've gotten so used to that that it's hard for people to just slow down and just take something like this show in, you know? Um, but I think, 
if you give it a chance, it allows you to see something else different, you know, and, and enjoy it. And then you get to enjoy both because just because this show is like this doesn't mean they're all going to be like this. Nice. You know, we will always have the shows with, you know, the lightsabers and the blasters and the ships and everything. Right. So, <laughs> And I'm sure there'll be action coming. Yeah, exactly. I I think they've been saving it for this next episode from what we can tell, right? Because the way they've set it up, the way they've talked about what the, the planet, the atmosphere, what can, what's going to happen, right? Yeah. So if it's it's just all putting, you know, these, like I'm saying, chess pieces in places, just like, you know, how some of the characters are. They're playing with the chess pieces to put everything in place and, you know, have it work out the way it's going to. I think, I think the next episode is going to be really something. Yeah. I mean, we missed out on seeing that dinner party, but I'm sure there will be I know. another party coming. Oh. I know. By the way, don't you think it's awesome? Because not only do we have Diego Luna back and he we see him weekly, which I'm sure is just oh. makes your weeks even better. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> but we also have um, Gal Garcia Bernal in the, the, the Swerve series that just debuted. His buddy from yeah. Mi Tu Mama Tambien, you know? Oh. And because those guys, yeah, like, yeah. they were young and actors and they were up and coming and they did that big project with Alfonso Cuaron. And now look at it, you know? It's cool. <laughs> taking taking over Hollywood. I'm just distracted by Jack outside. Oh, you're seeing something. What have you seen? What have you seen? Anyway, stop getting distracted by my cat. <laughs> oh, so. His treats are no longer being made and no longer going to be available in Australia. Yeah. I haven't told him yet, so I don't know how he's going to take the news. Uh-oh. <laughs> Some pampering, I think, is in the future for yes. Kitty. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, um, I'm very interested in the Coruscant of Andor, um, yeah, you know the Mon Mothma things. What Luthen's doing, like he's Stellan Skarsgård. I mean, we all knew he was a great actor, but what he puts into it, like every yeah. little yeah. moment, is just so good. He is. He's something else, you know. And 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 obviously, he's passed that down to his family as well, too. Luckily, yeah. because. Yeah, I can think of them all. They all bring a certain something to the roles that they're in, and and they're also varied, right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I love just seeing him do his thing, his voice, his presence. You know, um, the the moment with him, you know, trying to act out how he was going to act once he got into the shop. Uh, to me, I was just like, this is fantastic seeing like the inner workings of this character within an actor doing that part right and it's just very layered yeah it, you know every every performance is just so good and just the little bits of dialogue just give amazing depth and a roundness a richness to each character because even that driver he said you know, a couple of lines. Like <laughs> when he was in the, the shop and the, what's the assistant's name, like Clara or? Oh, I like saw that. that. Oh, I feel horrible. I literally was just talking about that character the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when she was like, oh, you know, do you want to 
come and look at something. He's like, yeah, oh, no, I can't afford anything in here. You know, you immediately <laughs> get a sense of who this person is and, and you know, you kind of go, yeah, been there, mate, been there. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's so good. And obviously I living a very nice timeline on Twitter where, you know, if people have ever said anything bad about Andrew, I've gone, nope, block, um, <laughs> block. <laughs> Don't need any of that near me. Um, so I'm not seeing anything negative out there, but a couple of takes I have seen was I wasn't really looking forward to it, but, oh, my God, is this good? So I'm like, yes, yes, see, told you. I think so. Clear, right? Clear. Is that that's who it is? Yeah. All right. Just remember, put that name in my head. Think Clear Duval, and I'll be close enough. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh. oh, but ah, oh. although we can, as a fandom, come together to hate Perrin. Oh yes. The worst. It's the worst, the absolute worst. Oh, and in that, like, on top of that, the fact that like he's even pitting her own child against her as well, too. And it's like it's clear that he's very, very happy with the fact that he has. Well, he thinks he has all the power in at home by being able to do this and yeah. and manipulate the situations. And you know, it, it, it's also it's all done in such a way that it's just super like passive aggressive. And yet at the same time, it's like in your face, like, yeah, it's like, I'm making this happen. It's like, you know, and, and you're going to have to deal with it. Like sort of attitude. It's like, yeah. <laughs> gross. Throw them yeah. out a window. <laughs> Our daughter likes me best. Stuff right? It's like, yeah. Well, you know, Leadra sort of, you can sort of understand with the, her, you know, Mon Mothma's very busy, might not always have time for her. Yeah. But I think Perrin has played into that a bit. Exactly. Exactly. I'm saying it, yeah. the, the manipulations, it's like, you know, like taking a page out from like Palpatine, seeing where he can swoop in, take advantage of certain situations, whisper in their ear, and before you know it, he pitted people against each other and it makes it harder for that one particular person to exist in peace. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, poor Mom Mothma. With her amazing house and gorgeous clothes. Right. And- oh, oh, that place. Everything. She is the moment. She is just... She walks into a room and it's just like honestly and adds class even more class to the place than there already was existing yeah. like her apartment i mean i love it yeah. <laughs> and i'm glad they gave her a better haircut yes that's yeah. always a good thing because yeah. <laughs> i was reading somewhere that they for rogue one they used like a weasley wig <gasps> Handed down from another Weasley as it would be in the actual (laughs) series. (laughs) Oh, it's not fair. 
Coruscant is looking amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, we're understanding the layout a bit more because I'm almost positive Cyril Khan is on Coruscant. Yeah, in the lower levels, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting watching, you know, looking for the differences with how they live and their apartments, you know, like he gets those five seconds of direct sunlight that he waits for every day in his little room. Yeah. And I, you know, it's so funny. I was just thinking about that because the old place where I used to live, we only had so many windows in like the living room area because it was kind of a weird little older home. Right. You know, and literally, yeah, you got like the good sunlight maybe in the morning. And then after that, forget it. (laughs) It was like a little cave the whole day. I was like, no, You know, him just oh, I get that. I, I get it, Cyril. Yeah. I may not completely love you, but I get it. <laughs> oh. And their, their booth. I love their booth. Right? The little booth. <laughs> the booth of shame. <laughs> because his <laughs> mama. I, I mean, oh. I mean, just the fact, like, I, I, I was telling all of this as well, too, when we were talking the other day. Just the fact that he walks into that home and automatically he's just this, he's like a kid again. He's deflated, right? And it's just the, the way he gets knocked down. It's like there's no way for him to crawl back up um, no matter what he does. And I, there's no, it makes sense why he's trying to prove himself and be something more than what he has been led to believe he is. Like he will never be good enough, sort of, so to speak, right? It's yeah. unfortunate. It really is. You can imagine, you know, he got those promotions within the corporate security, but his mother was still like, yeah, that's not good enough. You know, that's just corporates, you know, it's not imperial. And that's why he was tailoring his, his security. I want to say outfit, but I'm uniform. That's there you go. Better than saying costume, Um, (laughs) you know, to look a bit more imperial and, and everything. So he was, he's trying to live up to his mother's expectations. And of course, he can never get there. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to love it though. Cause like the, the actress, was it? Um, <clears throat> Catherine. Hahn? Catherine. Yeah. Catherine. Yeah. I've got, I've got, yeah. may have last name wrong, but just the way that she plays that, that character is perfect. Like everybody knows a mom like that or has a mom like that, you know? And it's just, let's just say, it's all these little windows into the Star Wars world with these with folks in their home life that we never thought we'd ever get to see, you know? Yeah. Um, I find those so interesting, you know, because you know, we, we, we've seen all the, no, we haven't seen them all, but we've seen a lot of space battles. We've seen a lot of flying in ships and, and you know, gunfights and laser sword battles, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. But it's this is this is something completely different, and it and it allows you like a behind the scenes of everything we've seen in Star Wars up until this point. Yeah, how does yeah the the galaxy operate? You know, this is the Empire figuring out there's a rebellion, or this is how yeah the Imperials operate with these little hierarchies and little battles over who's got what authority. And and the people of the galaxy live in these little apartments and just 
trying to live their lives like yeah. we all do. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is interesting because, you know, we, we what we've seen, of course, on we've known about the lower levels and what goes on there and how folks live down there. Um, you know, we're, we've gotten to see an upper, middle, and lower class at this point from what I, from what we've seen, right? But it's interesting because Coruscant is very, very beautiful, right? And of course, we've, we've seen some of the best sides of it because of, you know, characters, you know, Padme and uh, the Emperor, uh, you know, Palpatine's like chambers, whatever it may be. And we're still seeing gorgeous Coruscant, but now it's like it's been taken over by the Imperials and it's like, you may be home, but it's not as beautiful as it used to be, so to speak. Yep. yep. It's, you know, the the universe is just slowly, inch by inch, making way for the imperial way of doing things. So mm-hmm. Aldani is a planet. It, you know, the imperials came and stopped the river and, and it had such a huge effect on the entirety of the planet, on the people. Yeah. And they, like, set up this settlement that, yeah, then all the people went and lived there. And was that forcibly done or was it just, no, this is the only place where there's jobs? Who knows? I mean, parallels. <laughs> Too many real-world parallels. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited for heist coming up to see. Yes. But, you know, I've been, this is so interesting because Cassian obviously is a very different Cassian to who we see in Rogue One. You know, when Jin asks him about the rebellion, he goes, hope. Rebellions are built on hope. The Cassian we see now, he doesn't have hope that things will get better. Yeah. He doesn't have yeah. hope. Yeah. That I think there's a lot of that going around to various degrees, right? Yeah. You know, it, the harder your planet has been hit, but the more people you've lost, it it's going to make a lot of people feel like there is no hope at all. You know, they've not gotten to that point where they can turn it around and say, I'm helping make some of this hope happen. And making it possible so we can hope for this better future, right? And at this point, yeah, I would it would just it's so defeating. I mean, even with our within our own countries in real life here, when you know the wrong leader gets put into power, how how it makes people feel awful. Yeah. Can you imagine this on a like a universal scale? <laughs> You've got this this immense power that just took over with all these evil people, these stormtroopers, their huge ships, the ability to blow up planets. You're not going to feel too great, you know? No. That's a lot to have to process. So, again, I'm circling back to Nemec and his little manifesto of ways he's seen, you know, that Imperials have enforced their worldview. But why has he joined? He obviously sees a way that things can be made better. He yeah. has hope. Yeah. Nemic. It's all <laughs> Nemic. But here's the thing. He's an important step for Cassian to start realizing that, right? Because when the Nemics get taken out, 
he has still learned something from Nemec and he takes that forward yeah. with him. Like, I'm going to do this for the Nemecs that are out there because you yeah. can't fight anymore, but I'm still here in this fight. Yeah. He's definitely, you know, Cassian in that conversation without saying a lot was like, yeah, I don't like the Empire, but I'm here for the money. But <laughs> but I know, right? That, the Han of it all. <laughs> yeah, the Han of it all. But he's like, you know, to take a risk like this, he didn't say it, but I'm interpreting it as it can't be 100% for the money no, to take no. this huge risk. Yeah. But there is something there, but he will, the money, yeah, he'll take the money. Um, so I think Nemec in that sees that spark as well, that there's something, there's something there. He has hope. <laughs> he has hope. <laughs> oh. The way he also you know, was talking about that, how we've become too reliant on the imperial technology, we've got to go back to the tech we had before, yeah. it's reliable and it can't be traced. It, God, it's so interesting what they put into this dialogue about, yeah, the tech they use. Yeah, God. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's funny how Tony Gilroy was like, yeah, no cameos, nothing, 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 and yet the dialogue and background is filled with so many references. exactly. It is still Star Wars. I mean, we've got, like, references to the animated shows, the video games, to other movies and other universes, right? You know, um, it's just insane. I mean, we even got, like, a mention of Jakku already. I'm just like... Okay, I was not expecting that. I thought that was so awesome. <laughs> it's oh, and Hosni and Prime also. Oh Remember. yeah, Hosni and Prime. Yeah, I mean the reference to Scarif, Scarif. Yes, yeah, it was fantastic. But I'm sort of like, oh yeah, that was in Rogue One. Yeah, <clears throat> Tony would know that, but that he's obviously got the flexibility enough to go. Okay, this is the types of things I want my dialogue to say. Can you help me with putting in some names? Yeah. Or, or putting stuff for, or yeah, with that guest list of who would be an enemy of Mon Mothma in the Senate. And Pablo's like, ah, Sly Moore. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah, it's just amazing. And we get 12 episodes of it, but. I want more seasons. Like I yeah. always wanted more seasons, but man, I want more now. <laughs> I think I think when all is said and done, it, it like I said, if it keeps this same kind of pace and, and way of, of executing what, you know, the show and how it um gets presented to everybody, it's gonna be one of the most impactful of the shows we've seen. You know, and Tony Gilroy would have left the, his mark on Star Wars forever, and I, I, I'm, I'm so here for it. And yeah, I, I know I sound hyperbolic, but it's a prestige drama. It should be in conversations with like Breaking Bad, Sopranos. <laughs> Give it that's time. It I is. think it will be. I think it will be. I, I think that's just the thing. When all is said and done, or when people who are waiting to see it 
all at once go back and watch it, they're going to be like, how did I sleep on this? Like, how did, how did I miss out on this when it was coming out? Right. You know, it's one of those things. And so just, I think we just need to give it time. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'll just keep talking about it all the time. (laughs) It's all I think about. (laughs) I love it. Again, like I said, it's your time. You've been waiting for this. And it's like every time, like the, when the show was starting, I was like, has someone checked in on Catherine? Is she okay? <laughs> yeah, well, this is the thing. The first three, I went over to Josh's house and we actually oh, set awesome. up a little video to like record as yeah. we were watching. Yeah. And, you know, it's fantastic TV, but it's not a reaction TV. No, it's not. And I th- and again, I think that is I I think it makes it even an even better show in that sense, right? Because you're not sitting there. It's not there's not a lot of shock value in it. There's not a lot of like oh my god moments, right? It just simply you said it's a prestige drama. It's one of those things where you have to pay attention to it and listen to it, you know? Because it, to me, it feels like all oh, like something new. Like I'm seeing something where like. I need to pay attention because like, this is not just, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with like cameos or like, you know, callbacks or whatever. Right. You know I mean? That's what makes these other shows, great star Wars shows in normal sense. But in yeah. this, it is very much pay attention because this is something new. You you're taking this in these new characters where this is going. Um, I, I have, I, I find myself kind of wanting to, read back like recaps of the show just to get the names correct and get you know little things i may have missed or rewatch the episodes of course because yeah. it just to me it's deserved of it right it's just made that way yes and it is a show that you can go back and rewatch because that's what i've been doing because it's now it releases here it was five o'clock we have daylight savings now so it's six o'clock wednesday mm. evening um so sort of wednesday i watch it twice and second time through i might put you know captions on sometimes so i can get names so i can you know read the lines a bit better but yeah it keeps rewarding on those multiple viewings like little moments little things it's just it's so good. It's just such a well-built show. Oh, Tony Gilroy. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I love Gareth. I love Gareth Evans. Edwards. Yeah. But, yeah, Tony Gilroy, you, you're winning me over. <laughs> that means he's doing his job right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just it, you know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I think they're starting filming in November. Of the of this yep. yeah, this year. This for the year. new season. Yep, new season and then, you know, into next year. So they should be around. No excuses for Celebration London. Oh, there you go. That's right. If they want to put a little teaser out or whatever, right? So Yeah. Or <sighs> If I get very brave and go, yep, I'll spend a whole lot of money to stand near Diego Luna and just cry as someone takes a photo. <laughs> that will happen. 
and we will all be very happy for you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to talk a lot of people into. No, you, you know, you have to stand with me and just force me to do right, this. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Push you through the curtain. <laughs> Here you go. You've been waiting for this. Mm. <laughs> it'll be oh. it'll be interesting to see the effect that the way that Andor's being built and, and what it is on other shows. I don't think it'll affect the Filoni-verse very yeah. much, but on anything else that they make, it's like, okay, we can do this with Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, we could just talk Andor for another right. 40 minutes. But we do have... <laughs> some other prestige fantasy shows out there. So Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, and Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, or Hot D, as it's called. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one alone. <laughs> yep. Axe it's abbreviation, Hot D. <laughs> That's fine. Yep. It really is. Yep. <laughs> Now, Lord of the Rings, Yeah, I saw the first two episodes. A friend at work, she got free tickets through like a little of a competition um, awesome. to see it at a cinema. Yeah. Um, so she was like, oh, yeah, Catherine, you like all this stuff, don't you? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Come along with me. And, yeah. wow, it looks amazing on the big screen and looks amazing Bad. on the TV at home. It's yeah. Just it so is. Good. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous yeah. to look at. And, it, yes, this is going to be a slight dig, but it has a lot of scenes set at night and you can see everything, Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, yeah, Game of Thrones, I couldn't see everything. I might have to do some adjustments, but... I shouldn't have to. Yeah, yeah. I knew what they were going for. I think it just should have been maybe lit up a little different. Because I looked yeah. at it, I was like, okay, I get what you're going for, and it does make me feel a certain way. So I did get that, right? I got to feel a certain way because of it. In that way, yeah. it absolutely succeeds. But it also, it's like, well, I, I kind of want to see a little more, you know? Um, but, yeah. I mean, both shows have just, I can't believe that they're both back in this form at the same time, obviously we were going to get Game of Thrones back on TV again, but just to have a Lord of the Rings show on TV at the same time. Right. Yeah. It just amazes me. I was like, Oh, this is great. I was like, I just, yeah, it's, it's, except it's almost hard to keep up. Sometimes they're like, Oh, that's right. I have this other show to watch. Right. You know? And, and with Lord of the Rings, it's that filling in the second age that we know, basically nothing about there's a bit of a timeline in yeah. the appendices and it's referencing songs which i skip over when i read lord of the rings <laughs> i do the same with the tom bombadil parts oh. <laughs> yeah tom bombadil <laughs> but the thing is it is good in that Nobody really knows 
what's going to happen. Like we know broad yep. strokes what's going to happen, but we don't know if who the stranger is. We don't know who Halibrand is going to become. Um, we know a bit more with um, Isidore. So the um, the fake out of his death is like, oh, come on. No, you can't fake out his death. He's We know he survives. Um, yeah, it's it's fan, but it's amazing to watch and to not know where it's going. And again, knowing they have a plan, they have a definite plan. Game of Thrones, they do have a plan as well. Are you a book reader of those? Have you read the what House of the Dragons based on? Um, no, I have not. So, I mean, as much as I love reading, but I never, I, it's funny, I've I, I, I been getting back more into reading. And when I was younger, I used to read all the time. But for whatever reason, as I've gotten older, I just have the hardest time just concentrating on a book, right? But that's kind of changed a lot in the last year or two now. And so I'm starting to pay more attention to it. I'll even do audiobooks from time to time, which were even harder for me to get into because I get super distracted, right? But still... I, I I never got around to the Game of Thrones books. And so, you know, there's people that are much more into it than I am. I, I would never be able to add to the conversation there. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I've read the um, Game of Thrones books and I've read the what House of the Dragons based on. And it's really yeah. interesting in that it's, yeah, like a, a history book that's been written by one of the maesters for yeah, um, yeah. a future Oh, that's team. cool. Or it's, it's really, because there's two, there's like a big coffee table book and then there's a big novel which goes a little bit more in depth. But, again, it's this not really going down into the characters. It's like, okay, this is the history that's been left. Yeah. And so there is some wiggle room there for interpretation, which mm. is interesting what they've done. Um, but this is why they've gone, they've got the time jumps because that's how a lot of history books work. They don't have, you know, minutia from everything that's happening. If not a lot happening three years, yeah, you'll go over it in a couple of sentences. It's really interesting to to feel this going through and those first five episodes with the younger um Alicent and um Rhaenyra actresses was really just setting up what's going to happen now it's really interesting yeah yeah that's a with um with the uh, hati it's been really cool because I didn't know quite what to think of it at first and now I, I, I'm starting to get invested in some of the characters and this last episode was something else yeah. I was like okay I, I yeah I, I and it's funny because I should love Matt Smith more on the show but for me he's been the harder pill to swallow him and um, what's his name who plays the, the king um, Patty, Patty Constantine, Constantine. yeah <laughs> I, but with Matt Smith now I'm like I think it's just it's so hard because, of course, I know him as Doctor Who, right? So it's yeah. like he's always going to stay in my head a certain way. To see him as this character, I'm like, I don't know if I like that. But now I'm like, okay, you're perfect for this role. <laughs> it's like he's so good. <laughs> it is it is so weird, though, when you see um, Doctor Who actors in other roles. Yeah, yeah. Like when you see, yeah, the Doctor in, in other roles. So when I've 
I've watched like David Smith, David Smith, David Tennant be, yeah, um, yeah like a, a murderer in other yeah, things. Yeah, right? Oh. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard. You can't. You can't see them in those other roles. But then, again, like I, I've watched, I've gone back and like I've watched Broad Church, right? You know, yeah. brilliant Broad show. Um, Good Omens. You know, yeah. all those other things, right? And you're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. He's so much more than that. And that's great, you know? And so, yeah, sometimes it's a little hard because of those, that, that one role really leaves such a huge impression on you that it's hard to see him as any, anybody else. But that's why people get typecast, right? And yeah. the smart actors know them and whoever runs helps them run the show, right, as far as their career yeah. goes, their, their agents, whoever it might be, know to be like, you need to do this to kind of break out and, and not be this type that everyone's going to always expect you to be, right? And so, yeah, it's smart to have them do that and break the mold, so. Yeah, because, you know, I think Matt Smith's biggest role after playing the Doctor was Philip on The Crown. Oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> so yeah, that was a bit of a, that was a good move in mm-hmm. some ways, yeah. But, of course, he'll always have that Matt Smith about him, so I think everyone you you come into that predisposed to be, be oh yeah Matt Smith he's all right so I'm like yeah oh yeah Prince Damon quite like him but I I actually I mean Damon is a heck of a character like man like he just wants to be needed wants to do yeah. things and ruthless about it and yet he has moments where he's actually okay. And I'm like, I'm supposed to hate you. Why are you doing this? It's like- <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's great in the role, and and of course, it's funny that the um the actor playing um, Prince Aegon, the eldest son of um, King Viserys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that's David Tennant's son. Oh, really? Yeah. So of course he's also the grandson of Peter Davidson, the fourth, oh my god, the fifth Doctor. Yes, which is actually my and, first Doctor that I ever saw. Yeah. By the way, yeah, yeah, and David Tennant's favorite Doctor. Um, <laughs> so you know, so yeah, he's. I don't think they shared a, a scene, but I'm like, oh, come on, just together, right? The the descendant of Doctors. With a doctor, (laughs) for no reason, just give us that scene because you know he'll give everyone a little buzz. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, the – um. All you need is Sean Pertwee to show up now. (laughs) Look, Sean Pertwee could do it. Like, this is the thing. Exactly, right? (laughs) Oh, he was so good in Gotham. Really liked him in Gotham. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like there was, and a few years ago, there was a picture going around of him where he dressed as um, the third Doctor. He put yeah. the wig on, dressed, and he was like, oh. That's so cool. Let's let's have another multi-Doctor story and you can be the third Doctor. Right, Come exactly. On. Can you imagine the ultimate tribute to that role and to your father? I mean, come on. Yep. Yeah. Everybody would just be like in tears, like, oh my god, this is so cool. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Jesus. <laughs> I, I think I cried enough when I saw Ace on the screen for the um, leading up to the next big Doctor event. Yeah, the bringing back yeah. Ace. I'm like, oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I love that era. Because I'm trying to think. Ace was around, was it for Sylvester McCoy and yeah. – Sylvester was it just Sylvester McCoy? McCoy? Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because that's it's right. Because she took over for uh, Perry. Perry. What was her name? The um. Um. The redhead with. Yes. 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 It, it's not yeah. Perry. Um. What was her name? Oh, yeah. Because um, oh the, yeah, this the actress's yeah. name was Bonnie something. Yes. Yes. Um. um yeah. But yeah, it's so. Was it Melanie? Mel? Mel? Yeah, 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 something like that, yeah, right? Like, like I'll that. never forget the when the Ronnie dressed up as her and did a whole episode as like oh, character. That yes. was hilarious. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> yep. Yep. Good stuff. Oh, yeah, the Ronnie. Yeah, Ace <laughs> came in and was awesome. Yeah, Nitro Nine. You know, hitting Daleks with um, baseball bats. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Aw. She's the best. But Sylvester McCoy was my favorite doctor. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He was, yeah. A, he was cool. There was something very Chaplin-esque about his doctor that I always appreciated. And I just, I just liked him. He was just yeah. cool to see on screen. Yeah. And I watched... Uh, like I did a huge rewatch going, I watched as much as I could of like the first and the second, obviously there's a lot missing, but from the third onwards, you know, we've got them all. Um, and watching his doctor again, you go, oh, he was, he was a bit of a manipulator. Mm. He like stood back and watched. It's really interesting. And of course his, was the last doctor of the original Who era. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you know, yeah. What did we miss out on, you know, before the BBC axed it? Like, come on. <laughs> so when he showed up in the Hobbit movies, right. as Radagast the Brown, I'm like, yes, <laughs> Doctor! Yeah, I haven't seen him in a long while. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's, it is great to see these actors who have been in these other you know big um series whatever it may be and have them come back for newer series right so yeah. you know the fact that yeah when he popped up in the hobbit i was like this is excellent i haven't seen him in a while you know um yeah and and then like i again i love that we're seeing so many new actors for these shows but it is cool to bring in some of these well-known fantasy uh you know series actors into them because they bring in their fans with them. You know, you get more people yeah. to appreciate the show, and especially if you give them a juicy role. So, yeah, yeah, because I'm sure Matt Smith's like, oh, um, num 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 num. This is good role. <laughs> I um, I saw him on like a clip, and he's describing Damon. He was like, "Yeah, Damon's a leaner." He mm -hmm. leans. He is like he is very much that yeah. like because it because here's the thing. Damon may scare the hell out of me, but there's something so alluring about him that I didn't quite get at first, right? Like you said, when he leans and he's talking to you, that cockiness, and you just want to listen because, yep. yeah, he's just he's nice to look at, dresses cool, and there's something dangerous about him all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh boy. <laughs> I know it's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and Patty Constantine is Kim Viserys just slowly decaying away. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's going to end up like, what's his name at the end of Indiana Jones and the, the Last Crusade after he drank the grail? That's what I expected him to look like by the last episode he's in. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, like, what I really like is the cast that these shows, all these streaming shows are attracting now. Yeah. 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 I remember a few years ago I said to somebody about you know, getting – more female directors into Star Wars and I was like oh yeah more maybe they'll get some doing the television shows and they're like oh you know television's not as prestigious as movies yeah now look at what's happened yeah yeah Yeah. look at it now I'd say it's yeah very much as prestigious and sometimes more so because what you can do with television is is on a different level to what you can do in a movie. Yeah. 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 Sorry, my cat's coming in, just decided, yep, I'm just <laughs> going to lie right behind your chair so you better not move it. Exactly, because otherwise you're going to get a surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, I think how many more episodes of like Hot D and Game of Thrones we have like – one or two? I think each. so. I know with like Rings of Power, we only have one more left. That's next yeah. week. Um, you know, but yeah, with with I Game of Thrones, is it is it about the same? Where like they only did so many, like nine or ten, whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think interesting. Okay, yeah. so we're just about to get some free time here. Cause right now I was like, I can't I almost can't keep up. I love it. Again, I love it, but geez. I'll be like, oh no, I didn't watch last week's episode. I kept it like, you know, <laughs> whatever it may be. Right. Um, yeah. but but again, I was just like, I'm loving it. I'm loving that, you know, whether it be, you know, a, a Game of Thrones show, a Lord of the Rings show, a Star Wars show, a, a Marvel show, you know, and She-Hulk, whatever it may be. Got interview with the vampire back, you know. I mean, and that's its own new vision, right? They've yeah. tweaked it a little bit, but the actors are fantastic. Right, that's off to a good start as far as I'm concerned. I really, I'm really enjoying it. Um, and we got all the Star Trek shows that just keep rolling through and and coming back. And like some of them are about to finish, others are like going into like their fifth season. I'm like, wow, oh, it's just insane. I love Strange it. Strange New World is so good. It's so good. <laughs> and Pike is daddy. <laughs> daddy, daddy Pike. Yes. <laughs> He's very handsome in person. It's like we were, my partner and I were walking down the street in San Jose, and there was a convention in town that we we had been going to, and he had just nonchalantly walking around, just doing his own thing, trying to be kind of sly, and like he kind of just like looked at me and like nodded because he knew he I knew who he was, right? But I wasn't gonna bug him, but at the same time, I was like, um, I was like, I told my partner, "Mom, babe, uh, that was Ensign Mount from Star Trek." And he just walked by us. <laughs> like, it was just like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, Strange New Worlds has been about my favorite new trek. Yeah. And Rebecca yeah. Romaine is awesome on that show. I love her too. And like, they got some great yeah. characters on that show. It's just so it's... much fun. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, oh, yeah. And 
Lower Decks. I'm even liking Lower Decks a it's, lot. It's a fun show. I'm only, what am I, like three or four episodes into this newest season? I'm a little behind, but yeah. I, I heard there's a really cool DS9 episode in there that just got aired. I can't wait to yeah. see that. Yeah. And, you know, we got, I think we got teased that they'll be meeting up with the Strange New World cast. And I think, I think they are going to be doing them in real life. I think. I might be wrong. That's hilarious. Because I want Jack Quaid to be playing <laughs> Ensign Boiler in real life because. <laughs> that character. So <laughs> it's like, it's so funny. It's like they took um, what's his name from Star Wars Resistance and like even brought it up to another n- neurotic level, right? Because. Yeah. <laughs> Boimler, when he screams, I just can't get enough of it. I just love it hearing him scream when he just totally loses it because it just happens so much. He gets himself to the worst situations, I swear. <laughs> oh, poor Boiler. Of course, you know, he's hueying um, in the boys. Yes. And, you know, so Jack Quaid, obviously, you know, being son of. You know, Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan yeah. probably helped in his career. Right? But yeah. but he does have a path for himself as well. Like he's That's what I love about him, work. right? Yeah. I mean yeah. you know, it always helps to have somebody famous to get your foot in the door. But he's doing so well on his own and he's not following his father's path or his mother's path, right? Because they were very much their own people did their own thing, and then they were this power couple, right? And then, yeah. you know, here we are all these years later, and their kid is, like, in these shows that couldn't be more different than each other. It's so and, much fun. Yeah. And he's, you know, he was in the first Hunger Games as this yeah, terrible person from... It's funny, because I don't remember him from them. I would never have picked him out. It wasn't until, you know, the boys came out, and I was reading about him, and I was like... Wait a minute. I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe that those are his parents, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, he's now this hyper nerd from from Star Trek and The Boys. Yeah. Two very different shows. Yeah. Oh, and Kaz is who I was thinking of from Star Wars Resistance, obviously. Yeah, yeah, because he's just like that. And like like I said, even more just like all over the place level. At least Kaz was just a little bit more contained, you know, <laughs> even though they share some of the same characteristics, but yeah, Boimler's on a whole different level. <laughs> it's, it's funny because here, um, uh, Lower Decks is on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Because they, they did the deal with that for international. So yeah, I've got Lower Decks with... With him on Amazon Prime as well as the boys. So two <laughs> very different Jack Quaves. <laughs> and he was in Scream also. This this oh, I year. Didn't, I didn't I didn't oh. watch that one, but yeah. Yeah, no, and it's funny, yeah, because again, it's a it's another role that I wasn't expecting to see him in, right? You know, yeah. like he he's he's really, really playing that up, and I love that. I, I you know, um, yeah, I, I just sometimes I see like some of these these kids that are on TV now 
and they have very famous parents and they're carving their own path. And it's so cool to see them because they're just as talented, if not even more so, right? You know, you can only be, you should only be so lucky as to like have somebody cool in your family that is a fantastic actor, performer, whatever it may be. But then when you start doing your own thing and people are all like, hey, you're pretty good too. And in your own way, fantastic, right? They don't have to copy their parents. So. Oh, yeah. The boys with Billy Butcher. (laughs) (laughs) Oi. (laughs) Carl Urban. He's he's awesome too. And look at that. Another person from Trek, you know, we played McCoy. I mean, he just like, it's funny because in that version of McCoy, he's obviously, you know, not to say anything about DeForest Kelly, but DeForest Kelly was just a very distinguished kind of looking person, right? You know, yeah. whereas like Carl Urban is like, he's kind of beefcakey, you know, especially, you know, and so it's funny to have seen him play McCoy and just pull it off. And like, he's got the voice and everything done. I was like, that's McCoy. I was like, look yeah. at that. <laughs> I think he sold everyone the moment he started talking everyone yeah, went exactly. oh yeah that's bones right that's, that's bones. exactly it that's yeah. exactly it it's just like it's surprising um sometimes you some of these folks are like oh that makes perfect sense i'm like oh i want to picture that person and then they you see him in the role and i'm like oh yeah that's yeah. it you got it yeah because <laughs> yeah, you think carl urban he's in Lord of the Rings. Yep. The, the movies. Mm-hmm. He was Judge Dredd. Uh, in Star Trek. Now he's in The Boys. He's got a career. Yeah, he's, like, he's doing all right. That boy's doing all right. <laughs> and Billy Butcher is a character I have very confused feelings over. I totally understand. It's like, do you love him? Do you hate him? Do you lust after him? I don't know. It just depends on what scene is going on and what episode. So- <laughs> Very confused feelings over that man. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, but the boys is excellent. Uh, but it's different again. But, yeah, this wealth of television at the moment is is a little overwhelming. And I don't know why, but a couple of weeks ago I went, oh, oh, I'm feeling a bit sad. I'm going to watch the first episode of Call the Midwife. And now I'm on the sixth season. That's what happens with that show, though, because that's what happened to me. My friend kept telling me to watch it. I had a couple of friends who kept telling me, you need to watch it, you need to watch it. I was like, oh, okay, fine. And then I started and watching it. Like sometimes it's like I was like, oh, it, it can be a little over the top syrupy. And then I'm like, yes, but it makes me feel good. It's just cute, and I love the characters. And it's like, <laughs> I can watch call. I can talk call the midwife with you. <laughs> oh my god! We'll have to do a separate episode for that all together because <laughs> we can get into it and go over the seasons <laughs> it's been a while but i loved i was super into it like i was like i was watching i was like god this show is great you know um yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> you know the talk about slow burn although they could have made it last much longer yeah the like sister bernadette dr turner yes yes because it, it, it's funny it, it, there was almost something 
very um Anna and what's his name from Downton about them, you know? Oh, yeah, Mr. Bates. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Bates and Anna, because that in itself was also slow burn, but then it just kind of all happened a little quicker yeah. in my in my eyes anyway, right? But yeah, in, in this other instance, it was very much a slow burn. I was like, are they, are they or aren't they? Can you just do something with this? <laughs> And, and it was all about the little moment. But if you, yes, as I did, go back and, yeah. and watch again, you're like, oh, yeah, there's a little bit. There's a little bit. Right, exactly. Yeah, it was always there. And who was it? I'm trying to think. Jenny Agutter was the mother superior at one point, right? What's his Because at, at the beginning, wasn't it? Um. Yeah, so yeah. she's still there as Sister Julianne. Okay, okay. Um, it's just been a while since I've gone back and watched it. Like, I got to a certain point and I haven't gone back, but I watched at least five seasons or whatever it was at that point. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot, you know? Yeah, there's now <laughs> 11 seasons. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe and- I did get it a little farther, but I remember. I was just like, because I, I remember like the couple we were talking about earlier, I think they had adopted a baby yes and i think that's yeah. about the time uh, somewhere around there is where i took a pause right because like again it's, there was so many other ones that i had to watch so i want i want to go back and and catch up again but it would be nice yeah. to start from the beginning because again like i said it's just one of those shows that makes you feel good you know yeah so yeah um although it also makes me cry you know cathartic tears When yeah. I'm trying to think real real quickly, what was the one kind of she was kind of surly, but like in a good way, she would always have your back. That the one nun that ended up uh, passing away, Sister Evangelina. Yes, she reminded me of my aunt so much who passed away that when we got to that part in the show, I lost it. I was a mess because it was, I mean, I love the character after all. Right. And then seeing them go at, they had that same kind of character and strength about them. Right. So seeing her go was just like kind of letting my aunt go as well too while watching the show. And just, it was a lot to process. (laughs) And, and, you know, she was so brisk with everyone and just so, you know, couldn't, whenever she showed that little bit of, Oh yeah. yeah, I like you. That little bit of softening. You just went, oh, Sister Evangelina. Yes. yes, and she would fight for you if she, oh. if needed to. Like, oh. yeah, that's some of you would want to have in your corner. So. Yeah. <laughs> God, she's wonderful. Um, <laughs> Thank you for remembering all their names because, like, I told you, it's been a while since I watched it, but when I did watch it, I just I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It was it was great. Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. I um. I was like looking at IMD or whatever and I was looking at the actress who plays Patsy, who's the redheaded um midwife who comes yeah. possibly after you after you've watched. But um you know, on the show she you know, was a lesbian and it wasn't yes. it was sort of hinted at. Yeah. Never shown explicitly, but then it was like, yeah, she she and um Delia are together. Um didn't but, Delia get into an accident, right? Is it? Yes. Okay, so I saw yes. as that far. I, yeah, I got that mm. far. So, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. heartbreaking. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But that actress who played Patsy. Yeah. She, I think, wrote and directed yes. um, 
what's it? Promising young woman. Yes, I know. Isn't that crazy? Oh my god! I was like, oh, because <laughs> I remember that's where I remembered her from. I was like, wait a minute, I know her. It's like, <laughs> that's awesome. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> Call the midwife, empowering women. Absolutely. Yeah, and and. The bit of, you know, I'm, obviously they take liberties with some of it, but they do get to show you times in history as you go through the lives of these midwives as not only you go through wars, but then like the, the hospital system around them or whatever, everything around yeah. them, right? How much it changes over the years um, is, is also a big part of it that I really enjoyed because I, I was yeah. like, oh, this is cool. I was like, I get to see the, you know, the UK through all these different parts of history that I, I wouldn't normally get to see, but through the eyes of these characters. You know, like, so it starts in 1957, so we're very much post-war. You know, there's still rubble yeah. around from the Blitz because it's set in the East End. And through the years we see, okay, more and more of their patients are in the big tower blocks, yeah. um, less of the rubble around and less of that hangover yeah. from World War Two, although it still gets mentioned every now and again yeah. about how they would have done it in the Blitz. But it's just interesting and they've tackled such huge issues. And I've watched a, th- a thing with the writer of that of it and she says how she will look at the medical statistics from that area yeah. you know, for each year and be looking at, vaccinations causes of deaths and she'll look at journals and what was happening at those times so it's all based on a lot of research good good yeah yeah so that's why the formaldehyde seasons is hurts yeah like they hurt um (laughs) yeah so i i'm like going between this high fantasy call the midwife and or all of it. This is my mix of television at the moment. <laughs> I love it though. That's great. <laughs> it's nice to go back and see some of these shows that are already well established that have been around for so long because you can dip into them, right? And just like yeah. I need a little I need to cleanse my palate from this other stuff and you know, go back to an yep. oldie but goodie. Like for me, one of those is the West Wing. Like every once in a while I just mm. need to watch it and it just reinvigorates me. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for giving me your time on this, what looks like a nice day over there. And Yeah, yeah, we're getting to the end of the day here, but I'm so glad that I got to talk with you and get to chit-chat about all these shows we love. <laughs> yeah, so I warned you about like Andor and and Game of Thrones and um, Lord of the Rings, yet Call of the Midwife was unexpected. I love it though. <laughs> like I said, we're gonna have to talk about that one at a later date. <laughs> oh. Don't tempt me. Like, <laughs> I was trying to like think what are my tier rankings for the Call of Midwife midwives, and I was like, oh no, I love her. I love her. I love her. Yeah, uh, Jenny. Mm-hmm. I don't like Jenny. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. 
Anyway, so where can the good people of the internet find you? So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I am El Diablito, and uh, I will be guesting on different shows here and there from time to time. So just keep an ear out. Yeah, when Trek returns, we'll have to talk some more Trek. Indeed, yes. And oh, those new trailers today were so awesome too for Picard and, you know, um, Discovery. Sorry, yes, yeah. Oh, I haven't great. seen the Discovery Yeah, the Discovery one. one came out today too. I, for some reason, I didn't think they were going to be all out today, but then I was like digging a little bit deeper. I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> I need to see all this and set aside some time. Yeah. Oh, oh, Discovery. Okay, I better. Now that's what the the afternoon will be, instead of you know doing my homework. <laughs> or if you need a little break, Discovery trailer can be your treat, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <you> go. <laughs> so I'm on Twitter at that Geek Pod, and on Instagram, although I don't really post much. I have to admit, I'm lazy. Um, at Catherine underscore Neen, where I'm still counting down to Andor because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> but yes, I'll be putting up uh, a poll, so look for that. <laughs> Looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can find that Geek Pod on all good and evil podcatchers. Yeah, I'm sure not all of them are good. <laughs> there must be a balance. <laughs> yes. Balance must be sought. There must always be two. Yes. That Geek Pod will return. 